Praise the Lord, church. Good morning. Uh, I just want to say thank you. I'm, I'm a little nervous today because I'm not a visiting pastor. <laughs> We've been here uh, for about 20 years, but uh, I don't really get an opportunity to speak in English. But I want to thank God for, for those wonderful opportunities. Thank our pastor, uh, Pastor Josh and Boomi for, for uh, allowing me to, allowing me out of my cage, I guess. <laughs> And be here with you and celebrating this wonderful service. Today, I want to talk to you about uh, a theme that we're uh, finishing up uh, for this month, which is community impact. And we've been using uh, Isaiah 58. So before I get into today's word or the purpose of why I want to talk to you is uh, I want to just review some of the things that we've learned over the last few weeks through the different uh, pastors that have brought us the word, okay? So just a quick review. In verses 1 through 3, in Isaiah 58, we learn that the Lord exposes the shallow worship of his people, okay? And I think this is what we've talked about. We've talked about it in Spanish church, okay, that sometimes it's not only about just coming to church. I see a lot of bodies here, but is their heart here? Wow. Amen? And that's, that's the title of my message. The heart of worship brings God's promises. The heart of worship brings God's promises. So if you're taking notes, there's a little note section on the back of your bulletin. Go ahead and write it. The heart of worship brings God's promises. So, and the Lord's telling his people, us, Israel, they seek me daily and delight to know my ways. God first described the appearance of their spiritual life. On the surface, it seemed that God's people loved him and were devoted to him. They had the reputation of a nation that did righteousness, and they looked like people who would take delight in approaching God. First, he tells them that. And then they say, well, Lord, we fasted, and we've done this. We've afflicted our souls, and you haven't even listened to us. With this spiritual veneer, they felt God was unfair to them. It was that if they said, Lord, we have fasted, but you still don't answer our prayer, but you know that we seek you daily, delight in your ways, do righteous, and take delight in approaching you. You do not answer our prayers. Sometimes we come to church like that. Sometimes we, we have a, a life, a spiritual life that's like that. You know, uh, just because we come to church, we feel that we're entitled to some negotiation with God. Okay, Lord, well, I've been going to church uh, every Sunday for, for at least five years without fail. So why aren't you answering my prayer? Amen? So we think that we're entitled to some negotiation, and we're not. We're here because we need it. I mean, that's what I say. I'm here because I need it. Okay? And God doesn't really need me. I know he loves me so much, but he doesn't need me. I need him. So that's why I like to worship him. That's why I serve him. That's why I come to church and gather with the people of God, because I need him. I need the Lord. Amen. So, and, and as I was reading this verse, I was wondering, like, because uh, we point out every time uh, the, the position that we're in, uh, uh, having our church here at the crossroads of these freeways and, and Torrance and Figueroa, when the people come driving by, what do they think about seeing the big, the big sign, Mission Ebenezer Family Church? Are they just saying, oh, it's just another church, just another, uh, another place of gathering for people? But it has to be more than that. Amen? In order for us to impact our community, 
the things that happen in here, the worship that happens in here has to be with our heart. Has to be in a way that we reach out to our community. Amen. Uh, Pastor Colba reminded me, and I, I love this illustration that he gave us, that in a times like in the 1920s or 30s, uh, the church woke up and said, oh, my God, look at all this need around us. There's brokenness. There's families that need us. There's, uh, the divorce rate is up. The, there's homelessness. And the church decided to go out and minister to those people. But he told us that at that point, they put, sort of put God in the back seat. And they were just ministering to the needs of the people. But they weren't telling them about Jesus anymore. Amen? And that's the social gospel. Okay? So we, we can't do that either. Because God said that's not what's, what it's about. It is that you have to have your heart in this thing. You have to have your heart in your worship. You have to have your heart in the right place. Amen? So he, the church reached out to the homeless and those in need. And they put God in the backseat, but he reminded us that the church needs to do both. We need to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we need to help those that are in need. We need to preach the gospel in Jesus Christ and meet the need of those that are in our community. Amen? Praise the Lord. We, and, and, yeah, give the Lord a hand clap. Amen? And we don't have to do it ourselves. Sometimes we think, we think that we have to do it ourselves as a church, but we should be, and I see this forming in the way Pastor Josh is leading us, of, uh, of uniting ourselves with other local churches to meet this need. This isn't Mission Ebenezer's problem, and, 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 and we're not their solution. It's all our churches in this community that we have to unify, get together, be in solidarity, amen, and attack this problem. Attack the, the, the ruins that the devil has come and placed on this earth. Amen? Together. So let's have a mind of togetherness. Let's have a mind of unity. Let's have a mind of working together. Praise the Lord. Next in verses 3 to 5, God reveals the reality of his people's worship. So they're saying, we do this, we do this. I come to church every Sunday. I give my tithes faithfully. But if there's no heart in it, it doesn't matter. Amen? And we think of worship usually as just singing. But it's not just singing. And we have a wonderful worship team. And they sing on key. I don't know if you, I've seen some, some YouTube uh, uh, services and oh my God. God bless them for trying, for effort. Amen? They're off tune. There's no harmony. There's no malady, but you know what? There's heart. Amen? And that's what God loves. So don't let anyone tell you that you can't sing. You can sing. Amen? Even if it's off key, you sing. Amen? You sing with your heart and let God know your worship. Sing with your heart and let, not, let God hear your praise. Sing with your heart and don't let anyone say you can't join the choir because you sing off key. Amen? Praise the Lord. I had a youth person in my church one time that, that she was in the youth choir, and we were singing, and she, this lady, this girl has so much heart, oh, but her voice was so bad. And then I would stop, I would play, be, play, be playing the piano, I would stop, I say, someone's singing off key. And then she'd get the microphone, yeah, pastor's right, somebody's singing off key. 
Oh, my God. And I didn't have the heart to say, sister, it's you. I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, but she sang with her heart. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I think from all of us, maybe God heard her most because it was with her heart. We were singing in tune. Praise the Lord. But God doesn't want us to sing in tune. And he doesn't want us to sing harmony or melody. Although that's good, he wants us to sing with our heart. Even though our voice may not reach the tone and may not reach the tune that we're supposed to sing in or the key that we're singing in, but God is looking at your heart. Amen. When you come to church, if you're here with a good heart right now, God is pleased. But if you're here because it's something you do on Sundays now, which is we've been churching for a long time. Amen. I don't know how many people here have. I've been serving the Lord for over 40 years. Amen. I accepted the Lord. The Lord saved me when I was 18 years old. In 1979, the year that I graduated high school. So, and I've been serving the Lord. So sometimes I fall into just churching. You know, oh, it's Sunday, let's get up. Come on, let's go to church. But where's my heart? My heart has to be here. Amen? My heart has to be here in my worship. Amen? I don't want to come to church just to come to church. I want to come to church because I love Jesus. Because I want my heart here. I want God to do something in my life. I want him to transform me, restore me, renew me, whatever he needs to do in me. Amen? So it has to be in your heart. It has to be with heart. So basically, the Lord says, you know, stop with the appearances. When you fast, your heart isn't in it. When you tithe, your heart isn't in it. When you give your offering, your heart isn't in it. When you serve in the church, your heart isn't in it. Your heart needs to be in it. Our heart needs to be in it. Amen? So that we can give God a true worship. We've taken off, taken off the mask from the pandemic. Praise the Lord. Most of us. Well, now it's time to take off that religious mask. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's take off that religious mask of just coming to church and being a part of a group. This is not your social group. Amen? This is the family of God. We are members of the most high living God. We are members of a family here. Praise the Lord. Let's take off that mask and let's say, Lord, here I am. I may not sing on tune. I may sing off key, but I'm going to give you my heart. Amen. And every dime that I give to this ministry, every dime, every tithe that I give to you, Lord, I'm doing it with my heart. Amen. Every offering that I can give, I'm going to do it with my heart. Every table that I can uh, close and move and move around and chair that I have to place, I'm going to do it with my heart. Amen? And when I greet my brother, I'm going to do it with my heart. I'm not going to be fake and say, hey, God bless you, brother, and not really mean it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen? Praise God. In Spanish, we have a saying that loosely translates that I'm not a little gold coin to, to fall Fall good for, to, to everyone. No soy monadita de oro para caerle bien a todos. Amen. So I may, not rub you, I may not rub you the right way, but you know what? If you have heart in your worship, you love me anyways. Amen. And I love you too. Amen. Praise God. There were two sisters here before, and they never did anything to me, but I just could not handle them. But I noticed that, you know what? The problem wasn't them. The problem was me. So I said, Lord, start working in me. Lord, I need to change because I love these sisters haven't done anything to me. They're they are very helpful and they're I see how they work in the church and oh, but I just couldn't I just couldn't stomach them. Amen. 
And I just said, Lord, I know I have a problem. They don't have a problem. So work in me. Lord, my heart needs to be right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. So God wants us to take off that religious mask and take off that false stuff that we have and just, you know, come here and praise him with our heart, with all that we are. Amen. Then in verses 6 and 7, he tells us people the kind of worship and fasting that is acceptable to him. This is the heart worship. This is what God wants. If you remember from the other uh, sermons, this is what we were told. This is what we taught on those days. Hallelujah. That he said to lose the chains of injustice. Amen. Then he says to undo the heavy burdens. Set the oppressed. Let the press go free and break every yoke. Share your food with the hungry. Provide the homeless with shelter and clothe those that need clothing. This is what's acceptable to the Lord. But you know, none of this can happen unless there's heart. Amen? Your heart has to be there. Our heart has to be in it. Our heart has to be with the Lord. Otherwise, we're not going to do anything. Love is what motivates us. Love is what motivates people to act. And that's what we need to do is have love and have a heart for God. Amen? He's still looking like when he looked for David. He said, I'm looking for a man that has a heart after my own. And God is still looking for us. God is still looking for us that have a heart after him. Amen? And God loves people. We need to love people. Amen? That's the word. Amen? That's what he was telling. Uh, uh, that's what the prophet was telling the, the people. These are the things that, that God wants in our worship. This is, what we, this is what is acceptable, the acceptable fast to the Lord. Not that we afflict ourselves. In Spanish service, I told, I saw a few people like coming to church that day, holding their stomach, thinking, oh my God, I'm fasting today. So, you know, so I'm hunched over. And so you, when we fast, we come to church like this and say, oh, hey. Yeah, but, but the Lord said, hey, when you fast, don't do it that way. Wash yourself. Get cleaned up like you're going to a, a, a party. Amen? All nice, makeup up and everything, hair combed, you know, put on your best clothes and come to church. Don't let anybody know that you're fasting. And what you do in secret, I'm going to reward in public. I'm going to show, give a demonstration of my glory so big that you're not going to believe it. Amen? That's how we should be fasting. This is what God wants us to do. Amen. So true worship brings God's blessings. That was the review of our sermons over this past uh, month. Now, this is the sermon for today. God, true worship brings God's blessings. Verses 8 through 12. The blessings God promises for heart worship. Look at this. Verse 8. The Lord will make you shine in the darkness. When we have heart worship, the verse starts out, then. What does that mean, then? Circle that word in your Bible, then. So he started saying all these things in verses 1 through 7, then. That means that we have to correct any deficiency in verses 1 through 7. Anything that's wrong with our worship. Then, he says in verse 8. Then will your light break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. If we, God's people, would couple our fasting, our, 
are coming to church, are tithing, are doing whatever we do uh, with love, then we would see our prayers answered. Our lives would be full of light. We wouldn't be walking in darkness. Where our lives will be full of healing, full of righteousness, full of the glory of God. When we call out to the Lord, He will answer. Then will this happen. When our worship is, is backed up with our heart, when our worship is uh, heartfelt, when our worship is with our heart, then will these things happen. But they can't happen until then. Amen? So my word for you today is let's be encouraged to, worship, to, change, to fix our worship, amen, so that we can receive God's blessings. Then your light will break forth like the dawn. Praise the Lord. Imagine the impact that we're going to have in our community, in our families, in those people, in our workplaces, when our light shines. Praise the Lord. When our light shines, your light will break forth like the dawn. Have you seen that moment in, 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 in the morning? Amen? Exactly. Wake up a little earlier tomorrow, right before the sun comes out, and just wait there a few minutes, and you're going to see it go from dark to light. Whew! Bam! That is how we're going to be when our worship is right, when our worship is with our heart. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Our life will be full of healing, full of light, full of righteousness, full of the glory of the Lord. When we call out to the God, the Lord will answer our prayer. Praise God. Amen. So if you're having trouble of, of saying, Lord, why aren't you answering my prayer? Well, I'm telling you right now. Maybe something's wrong with your worship. Amen? Get it fixed. Get it right. Then this will happen. The Lord will guide you continually, the word says. This is the promise for those who do more than just empty religious rituals. To have the guidance of the Lord, empty religious ritual isn't enough. We need to seek God with both sincere hearts and sincere actions. Amen? The Lord will guide you continually. We're always walking in God's will when our heart of worship is in there. When our heart is in our worship, the word says that he will guide us continually. There will be no darkness. We won't have to say, Lord, should I or should I not? Because we know. Amen. The promise that he gives us. And when our heart in, in worship is more than just coming to church. Is more than just saying, I'm a Christian. Oh, yeah, I believe. You know. How many of us really believe that we're, we're, we're willing to give our life? How many have been spitted in the face before? How many have doors shut in their face? Amen. How many been, have ridiculed and mocked because you're a believer? Oh, here comes a Christian. Let's not just not say anything nor, you know, anymore. Let's not joke anymore. Let's not say our jokes because here comes the holier than thou. Amen? Praise God. But you know, the Lord will continually be our light. He will continually guide us when our heart is in our worship. Then it says, He will satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones 
So those who serve God with sincere hearts and actions enjoy health and life of the soul that is impossible for the superficial follower of God to know. So when our heart is right in our worship, we have this wonderful blessing that says that he will satisfy your soul in drought. Everything around may be, back, may be black. Everything may, around may be uh, uh, cloudy. But your life, your soul is, is brightened with God's light. Amen? Isn't that wonderful? He says that he gives us peace that the world doesn't understand. Amen? People that don't know this peace, that don't have Jesus in their heart, they don't know why we can sing during times of trouble, during times of trial. Your body may say, I'm breaking down, but you're singing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Your family might be falling apart, but if you're singing, hallelujah, and praising the Lord, hallelujah, there's a, there's a chance. There God has, you have hope in God, hallelujah. Amen. Those things, hallelujah, because God, because our heart is full of worship, because our heart is in our worship, we can sing in those, uh, in those troubling times. Praise the Lord. So he will satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. Hallelujah. Look around to some people around you, hallelujah. You wonder, how can you still be standing? Amen? What you've gone through, you've gone through cancer maybe, you've gone through some uh, other illness, you're, you've gone to your family, maybe your, your son, your daughter, maybe they're, they're not doing God's will, and, and you're, but you're praying for them, and, but people are just saying, brother, I don't know how you're doing it. Well, you know what? It's because you've got a heart of worship. Because only through the heart of worship can you withstand the trials and troubles of this world. Only with the heart of worship. See, those, and then he says, those from among you shall build the old waste places. They build and are called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets they to dwell in. Those who serve God with sincere hearts and actions also accomplish things in God's kingdom. Amen? Oh, Hallelujah. When our heart is in our worship, praise the Lord, hallelujah, we can accomplish things in the kingdom of God. When pastor tells us, hallelujah, we're doing this mission trip, whether it be financially or whether we sign up to go. But if your heart is not of worship, you're just folding your hands, keeping your arms crossed, and say, God bless you wherever you go. But that's not what God wants. With a heart of worship, you're like, oh, my God, I wish they'd call on me. Oh, my God, I hope they give me a chance to, to go uh, spread the word of God, to go spread the gospel at the park. Praise the Lord. I want to do this for the kingdom of God. I want to do something for the kingdom of God. Glory, hallelujah. I want to work for the Lord. I want the people to know, hallelujah, that I'm a servant of God. Praise God. That's when we have a heart of worship. Otherwise, we're just sitting in those chairs and when, our, when the sermon says it's over, we go home and do nothing. That shouldn't be us, not with a heart of worship. Amen? Praise God, only Steve believes me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Spanish, I call this love, amor a trancasos. Tough love, okay? So sometimes we need some tough love. Amen. I'm going to tell you how it is. Praise the Lord. You know, we live in a broken world. In every direction, there are breaches, there are gaps, which are wide and deep. There are broken hearts, broken homes, and the wall of protection 
is in ruins, and life has lost its meaning. Well, God has called us to stand in that gap. Amen? And standing in that gap means that we have a heart of worship. Praise the Lord. We need to offer God a true, spirit-filled, heartfelt worship for his blessings to flow. You, I know you guys want God's blessings to flow, right? Amen. Then we have to have a heart of worship. And then we're going to see all these things flow to us. Our light is going to be bright. Amen. Carson, anyone that comes down these trees, they're going to say, oh, things are happening at Mission Ebenezer. Oh, my God. The blind can see. The deaf can hear. The lame can walk. The, the homeless is restored. The, uh, the drug addict is restored. Uh, the, the abuser is restored. Things are going to be happening in this sanctuary, hallelujah, that when our heart of worship happens, when we get it right and we get it done correctly, hallelujah, we're going to see the glory of the Lord, hallelujah, because our light is going to shine, hallelujah. Carson is going to know, and then not only Carson, Torrance is going to find out, and then Londo's going to find out, Hawthorne's going to find out, Manhattan Beach is going to find out, Redondo Beach is going to find out, hallelujah, LA is going to find out, hallelujah, that on this corner, hallelujah, stands a lighthouse, hallelujah, of hope and glory, hallelujah, because the people of God coming here have a heartfelt will of worship, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Amen. Our heart full of worship. Make sure your heart is in it. Amen. Make sure it's right. Make sure you're here for the right reason. Amen. I like to see you, but I don't got to see you every Sunday. It's nice. I want you to be here because your heart is here. Amen. I want to be here because my heart is right. Amen. We talked on Saturday men's prayer, and I got to say this to uh, to you, because uh, I believe it, and we brought out a point is when Nehemiah was uh, called to repair the, the walls, he said, I too am a modest uh, reproach, or I too, I'm here in your sin. I'm not perfect, I'm, not, I'm nothing, brothers. Amen. I've just been given the privilege to preach God's word. Amen. But I'm a sinner just like you, and I need God every single day. Amen. Without Him, I'm nothing. Amen. And I need him. I need him. I need him. Oh, I need him. I think Andre Crouch was the one that sang a song. Oh, I need him. How I need him. Like I've never needed anyone else before. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you to stand up. Praise the Lord. If today, hallelujah, the metrics has touched your heart and you need to refine your worship, you need to put your heart into your worship. Amen. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and pray. We want to give you an opportunity to also uh, put your heart in the right place. Put your heart into your worship. And thank God. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. Humbly, Lord, we pray. Lord, if our worship hasn't been perfect, we ask that you make it perfect. Lord, let our heart be in our worship so that your blessings can flow. Hallelujah. Lord, hallelujah, we want to see mighty manifestations of your word and your power and your glory, Lord, through our heartfelt worship. Lord, we praise you and glorify you. Restore us. Renew us. 
Anoint us again, Lord. Hallelujah. Give us a fresh anointing. Lord, hallelujah. That our heart be in our worship. That our heart be in our coming to church. That our heart be in our service. That our heart be, hallelujah, in our tithing. That our heart be in our offering. That our heart be, hallelujah, when we clean up in our church, Lord, hallelujah. That our heart be in everything that we do, Lord, hallelujah. So that way we can impact the community. We can impact our families, hallelujah. We can preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Oh, we praise you and worship you, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah.